When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It is 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name is John. There's Brady. Brett. Big Dick Toledo, uh, rounding it all out, getting ready for one more day before the weekend, and then we're going to take next week to sleep or do whatever it is we want to do. It's fall break. Time for a little yes. fall break for the kids. Uh, but either way, uh, try not to – well, it's going to be hard not to think about it today. If you get a hand cramp or something, not having your hands turned into that oh. to a tongue of Iowa thing last night. That is – I didn't pay attention. How many memes are out already – of Tua hands. There has to be like a billion Tua hand memes. I'm looking at him yet, but I'm sure there'll be. Yeah, a- oh, there'll be plenty. People will, I mean, now that we know he's okay, or at least he's partially okay, uh, who knows? The, the, the NFL said he was okay last week when he was blasted in the head and wandered around the, the field for 10 minutes with the help of three players, and then he's back in the next series. Like, how is he back on the field? I'm dizzy from watching him. Last night, you, you just knew it. all it was going to take was a tap, and he got that hit, and it was a good hit. And uh, then to his hands, if you didn't see it, to his hands went all claw. Just frozen. Yeah, it, he, he, he crooked up and it went full on palsy hands. He had palsy hands. I'm going to be a jerk, but damn it. I'm pissed. Yeah. Screw up my parlay. Oh, you're telling my me. parlay got screwed because of him. I had Hayden Hurst and Tua scoring a touchdown last night, plus 4,500. And they couldn't keep that pineapple been... chucker in the game, for crying out loud. <laughs> it would have been gold. Man. It would have been huge because Hayden Hurst did happen. Hayden yeah. Hurst got his, uh, got it. But yeah, so they get a bubble wrap to it because he's he's taken a beating through his college and pro and everything. That was rough watching his head, and that was he's got a lawsuit against. Well, him. the NFL can't be too happy with the last two weeks of video onto a tongue of Iowa. I play I, and they acted like that was a new thing to football players at the halftime show. They're like, I've never seen that that the thing with your hands. 
I'll never forget. This is when I realized the kind of human being I am. We're playing basketball at uh, Crisman Elementary over yeah. there in Mesa. And on Crisman, they, you know, it's nine foot hoops, eight foot hoops, and 10, and then they have like a 12 footer. Well, me and my friends and uh, a guy I used to play basketball, his name is Chris Mascarelli. And Chris and I were competitive uh, to a degree that probably wasn't healthy. Not fight competitive, but like we love playing constantly. And we ran into these like eighth graders, ninth graders that were tall and on the basketball team. And they wanted to play a game on the nine foot rims. Well, what we didn't know was these kids could fly. Like they had the power of flight. They were uh, able to float all over the place. And it was pretty amazing. The heck's going on with these? And so, uh, anyway, so uh, one kid's dunking, this other kid dunks, alley oops, all this stuff's going on, and I but like boiling, like we can't do anything about these guys. They are killing us. So Chris and I decide, all right, we're going to start dunking too. We're going to start going after this. Well, Chris goes up for a dunk and slams the ball into the side of the rim. Doesn't make it all the way. Which His, kind of rejects the ball back. It well, flipped. no, he held it. So it held, uh, the ball was up against the rim. He held it, and his body swung out from under because it just kind of jammed up there. It wasn't a reject. It was a full-on just push the ball up against the side of the rim, and then just inertia his momentum. Yeah. His legs fly up. He becomes completely horizontal and lands straight down on the concrete on his head. Ooh. And then, and then like, you remember in, uh, in the old uh, NHL on Sega when they, you're not, and the blood would just pour yeah, out, yeah. That, that little puddle of blood? That happened like almost immediately. And then Chris's hands went in front of his face and just started to do this weird dance, like this contorted finger dance. And, they, and, he, and he was stiff as a board. And I'm like, He's, that's a man dying. I'm watching. It, it is the scariest looking thing ever. His, his face is gone and his hands just start to just cramp up. It looked horrible. I... Uh, ran away as fast as I could. I tried to run home. I was, I left. I was, I, uh, keep in mind, 22, 23 years old. I ran as fast and as far as I could run from this. Uh, and everybody's like, get help. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. All the way across the field. I'm almost by the fence. My parents lived about a mile away. I'm just going to run to their house and uh, just be afraid and, and nowhere near this. And I'm like, what am I doing? Chris needs help. And there were no, we didn't have cell phones yet. You know, all of us were. You know, it was right before everybody had one. Had your pager, right? Didn't have anything. None of us brought pagers. That was the worst part. We had to try to find a phone. So I, I, there I am, while these guys are scrambling around to get a phone, realizing halfway th- across this field that, oh, my friends, like you're being a jerk. Uh, and, then, and then people are saying, go get help. So then I just make a new direction and just start running down the fence line, screaming, help, help, <laughs> like a crazy person. And uh, that was my method of helping Chris. At least you got together. You got your act together. You I know, didn't. After the, after I did the not. Uh, exit sprint. Nope, I didn't. Uh, I, I ran from everything. I, I kept moving around that field, went back. The ambulance finally came because two calm people went across the street to a house and rang the bell and said, can you call an ambulance? Our friend's hurt. Meanwhile, I'm still running around. Help, help. Help, I'm still, help. I'm still, help, help. Help, help, help. And uh, my friend Colin was right behind me, Like so both of us were in a panic. But I thought he was dying. That hand thing in person is the weirdest thing you'll ever see. Because the guy, like, he was just laying there, and you could see the blood, and you're like, oh, this is bad. And then his hands just, like, slowly move up like a zombie, and then just his fingers started to do stuff they're not supposed to do. Like, his middle finger crossed over the top of his index finger almost sideways. Like, it just moved ways fingers don't move. And it was doing it without being pushed, and it was like, ugh. He's fine. Crack skull, concussion. 
they actually told him because he was Italian that if he didn't have all that hair, it would have been a lot worse because <laughs> he had a big mop of Italian hair. And they're like, yeah, that's uh, that was a big cushion for you hitting that that way. And uh, it was bad. It was bad. It'll so, kick in in a couple of years. Oh, he's gonna. Oh no, no, he's gonna have. Yeah, he's gonna have moments where he's like, dad, dad, potato, <laughs> and you'll be like, oh yeah, that's that basketball day. But it was the scariest thing I've ever seen. Tua did it last night. His hand started to go, and I'm like, oh yeah, that is a severe head trauma right there. Whatever happened, I think it's from the whip around because he had a concussion last week. When he initially gets whipped before he hits the ground, which then is the third thing. Yeah, he's done. But uh, yeah, that that was scary. That was weird. Yeah, you see anybody gets a head trauma, that hand thing happens. I sent you guys the, in 1994, I remember watching with my dad, the Suns were playing the Utah Jazz. And if you, if you Google this, it's fun because SportsCenter's coverage of a, a former point guard for the Suns named Elliot Sox Perry taking an elbow from Carl Malone, who was known for throwing elbows at people. And if you were a little guy in the area, it was just man, part of the game, man. Clearing the way. He throws an elbow. Clips Elliot Perry, who goes back, hits his head on the on the floor. His eyes are glass, and his hands start to just become like these weird crippled balls. And uh, and the sports center guy is like, "Well, Elliot Perry learns the lesson that uh, Carl Malone has hard uh, elbows." And ten minutes later, when he came back to the planet, and they're like, they had no concern over his health, or they're just talking about how funny it was that the dude got knocked out. Those, were, man. The days. Those were the days. Back when Sports Center could make a laugh out of like, hey, he got knocked out. He's a professional athlete. It's not good, but it's uh, you know job risk. Who you got your bell wrong? If it happened here, if all of a sudden I spin and uh, you know and I, I elbow Brady in the face accidentally and out goes Brady, people wouldn't be like, ah, he'll be all right. It's part of the job. No, it's not part of the job. You're not supposed to take life altering punches in the face at at work. Football, basketball, you're playing in the land of giants. A dude's 6'9", 265 with arms like oak trees. And you're Elliot Sox Perry, 6'1", 175 on a good day. And you're under his – you're going you're, you're to get what you deserve, which is a dude elbowing you in the face. Why is Elliot Perry even thinking in his head, I can get this rebound over Carl Malone? Well, the mailman delivered that day. And I remember that one because my dad and I were both. And if it wasn't for my friend Chris Mascarelli, I look at my dad and I'm like, that's no big deal. It's just a head trauma. How do you know? He looks like he's dying. I'm like, yeah, that's what happened to Chris. It's just neurological something or other. It's scary. But memes, memes will come from this. Because they turned Tua into Caleb from the Shriners last night fast, <laughs> real fast. And then they got him out of there. And it was, I, I also noticed that uh, on Thursday Night Football, Goodell was there. Uh, and after last week's F up with uh, Tua's concussion, they were so quick to make sure to tell us all things are okay. I know. Clearly, That's they're what not. I was going to say. I think they they yeah. put him out of the hospital. You're fine, right? And then, okay, how, how about at the out. end? Yeah, when they're bragging about, well, he's going to fly back with the team. Oh, that's great. I, what? I had a concussion once, and they were like, "Don't fly, don't drive, don't bump around." Not the same thing. Yeah, and I'm like, "What if this flight is not good? Like the air is different there." And I know you've got team doctors and stuff, but the day, not necessarily like next, tomorrow, today for him. Would have been like, we'll get him home tomorrow. He's not flying home with the team tonight. They, yeah, they got him out of the hospital, ran him to an airport as fast as they could last night to just say, see, everything's just fine. You're going to put the field zombie on the plane tonight. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yep. And then he's going to sit next to, you know, Tariq Hill and just Tariq's going to be, how you feeling, Tua? You all right? I'm a pineapple. <laughs> yes, we know that, man. We watched you turn into a pineapple right there. I like climbing palm trees. Oh, he's back home, man. He ain't here. 
It is not good, but two is hands. Gotta be a meme. Gotta be a meme. Uh, and that was that was fun, fun to watch. But he screwed up my bet. Me too. Two and Haydenhurst getting a touchdown shouldn't have been a plus forty five hundred. So I'm like, this is easy against the the Bengals who have a good front uh, rush and Tua likes to move. If they get down inside the five, there's a good chance Tua's running in the end. Yeah. Zone. Haydenhurst gets a touchdown late. I'm not sure it would happen the same way if Tua was still in, but that would have been nice. You couldn't get old Hawaiian punch out there for no. one more. If you're going to pull him out and put him on a plane, let's give him one more series. You couldn't get Hawaiian punch in, but you, you got one from the wildling. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the, the guy with the goofy hair, so he's dorky looking. All the And the Bengals uniforms are just, it's foot locker. They look terribly <laughs> stupid. I didn't think you could make the Bengal uniform worse. Not they did. The they made it. Look. Yeah, the snow tigers and the, the zebras, the foot lockers. It was bad. I got my text from uh, a couple of Siegfried and Roy texts. Oh, yeah, you're going to get that. Yeah, they looked uh, they looked ridiculous. Hilarious. It was terribly stupid to wear that, but they did. Uh, and it was, fun, it was fun to watch because you realize the danger, and they keep trying to tell us how safe football is, and all of us know it's not. I like the, the old thing on the new helmets, the new oh, designs. bubble that looked like peepees on the front, the drawing of a penis. The uh, Patrice O'Neill, the, the greatest comedian ever, had a thing a long time ago. He goes, man, football's different because back in the day when we used to knock a guy out, even in high school, our – crowd was mean like i'd, I'd stand over him the guy's, celebration. the guy's eyes are closed the crowd starts chanting he's paralyzed and we're like this is the way we love football not anymore now you know you hate to see guys get injured man oh man like in friday you got knocked the f out, <laughs> knocked the f out. <laughs> yeah we all laughed ah that guy's dead <laughs> i mean it's crazy so there's that and then uh the news i flip over to the news right after and that's an oh wait before i get to that I figured out another reason I hate streaming. You can't turn it. There's it's no. A, just, it's a long process. Y- yeah, it's a pain in the ass to just get during commercials to flip to something else. Yeah, like I can't do two and ones. You know, like if there's another sport, like a, a baseball game, I'm kind of flipping back and forth. You can't go from Amazon. You can go to direct pretty quickly, but you can't go back from Amazon to another thing and start watching. It has just to load. go Amazon. Go into a movie real quick. Right, right. And then yeah. go back. To oh, the- I'm going to watch a little bit of the. <laughs> time machine (laughs) all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's Stephen Diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or UAP for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i love hg wells oh wait the game's back on you can't just go flipping around it's a trick they got us we didn't even see that one that they told us it's a pay service there's no commercials and then like well same thing as satellite radio don't worry about it there's no commercials and then it's all commercials and then uh, but last night amazon's running it the same way any other place would run a football game commercials breaks all that and uh you can't turn it and used to be able to turn it can't can't fast forward can't that was their agreement with the NFL. Genius. Genius. NFL spots. You have to sit through the commercials. You have no choice unless you want to go through the you know the process of flipping around, but you can't turn it. And every time I watch a game I don't care about, during commercials I'll flip over. Let's see what they're doing here. Is right. there a baseball game on tonight? What are the scores over on this? Check out ESPN. Do this. Go that. Nope. I sat and watched all those commercials. 
half of them for shows. Nobody cares about it. I did like that Al Michaels tried to do the Lord of the Rings promo, and he doesn't know what an orc is. And he kept calling it the ORC Army, and nobody was correcting him. And I'm like, good. The nerds are losing their minds right now. They battle the ORC Army. <laughs> All right. It's not a thing, but yeah, we can't flip commercials. Didn't even dawn on me. But if you want to get rid of commercials on the other ones, Hulu and, you know, we pay us a little extra, we will make it so you don't have to watch commercials, but commercials are the lifeblood. I'm like, oh, that's, I've been raised to flip during commercials and now my remote is useless. It does nothing. I have to go back to another channel. It's terrible. So, uh, and then, yeah, then I went, I did finally at the end go to the news and saw Rhodes Junior High. Did you see the three kids at Rhodes Junior High? No. They, they are missing. So they just left Rhodes, and they said all of them have like something mentally not right. And uh, then they suggested that if you see them, uh, kind of follow them or whatever, and then call somebody. Don't approach them. I mean. Well, no, because think about it. You're 14-year-old boys, and you're like, hey, you kids need – you look lost. <laughs> like yeah, you're, you're every yeah. pedophile you ride? You guys need a ride to find your houses, and they're mentally not there, and they're not going to remember everything. They're going to go, that uh, dark-haired, olive-skinned young man in his uh, – Big black truck, and they're like, no, 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 I was trying to help. You're done. You're done. How do you help four or three missing 14-year-olds? And they're like, if you see them, you know, pick them up. You guys want in? You want in my car? And you think it's those three teen boys, and you're wrong? Now you're just trolling around the junior high, and there's three boys? We but were over by the junior high with, the other day. Yeah. We could have seen them mm-hmm. and then tried. We're not going to pick up teen Dude. boys. Dum-dums. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? It's their fault? Yeah. I agree. Especially if they're just wandering around together. No, it's scary because, uh, um, you know, my buddy W who had that uh, NYT deli. Yeah. One of the kids that um, was on the spectrum actually just, just walked out off. of the deli. Yeah. And uh, 12 hours later, they found him just walking the canal. Yeah. I mean, he was almost 13 miles yeah, away. Just took off. And I don't want to know about these three. I mean, there's three of them. And they said they all, they all have like emotional disorders or something. Look. If your kids go missing, I feel for you. That's terrible. But I am not going to pull over on what I think is a missing teenager and try to get him to get in my car or at least give me his name. I'm on some sort of database after that. There's no way. This is a sting operation. How re- you doing? I realized last night, exactly, <laughs> I just that say. I will never be on the news as the guy who rescued the missing kids. I, it's just never going to be me. I'm like, well, that's a shame. That's somebody else. I like. I just told you I ran away from a friend of mine almost dying. You think I'm going to look for your kids with that hanging over me? What if I'm wrong? You guys want to get in the car and I'll take you to the authorities. You're a creep. I need an adult. Hey, hey, hey. I thought you were the missing kids. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, mister. Oh, crap. <laughs> they get my license. I'm done. <laughs> Pulling over to help kids. There's so much risk and no reward in helping someone else's kids get home. Now, if I found one in a well or something, that's different. What were you doing in the area? I was just uh, looking. Yeah, yeah, I would scream at them if they started walking towards me at my house. Like, get out of here. What are you kids doing? We're missing. All right, keep your distance. This this feels like something else is going on. I'll call the police and say there's three kids harassing me. I don't want anybody to think Sit I'm, down, Guardian yeah. style. Let me get on the phone. <laughs> right, yeah. Crisscross applesauce, Guardians. Let's do it right here in the front lawn. What's he talking about? It's Indian style. We know what that is. Oh, I thought you were woke. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, I'm not going to look for that. They're like, if you know anything, please help. Well, what kind of position are you putting us in? That's what the cops are for. I love the police. It's their job. But citizens helping. 
I'm not driving around looking for kids. No. <laughs> it's not happening. Golly, They're Mr. in your Holmberg. neighborhood. Then this guy in a white Jeep pulled over and he said we were missing and he wanted to help us find our families. His license number is CVB. God damn it, that's on the news. That's me. I was just trying to be helpful. I thought those were the missing kids. Look, I got to be honest. I thought all three of them looked a little mental. I was driving around my old haunts. Brett and I wanted to do a good thing. No, good <laughs> deeds. Good deeds of that nature. No, thank you. Everybody's all paranoid. That's why those lines go around elementary schools to pick up kids. You're all paranoid your kids are going to get picked up. Now you want me to look for one? Forget it. <laughs> Sorry. I hope you find them. I hope they're just fine. I, I'm wishing and a hoping, Brady. Now, this is the time when that's that whole thing about thoughts and prayers makes sense to me because that's the least I can do, but it still sounds like I care. Thoughts and prayers to all those families out there. They're not getting any help from me. <laughs> Looking for kids out there walking around. It's a recipe for disaster. Then you're on one of those weird mug shots. Channel 10 won't stop showing. This is the man that was wanted in question of trying to abduct some children. Like, I wasn't doing that. Then I got the Pete Townsend excuse. I was trying to help. You were looking at child Research. porn to stop child porn. Yeah. People bought that one. I don't know how he got away with that. Uh, he has more money than Gary Glitter did, That's, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> Gary Glitter's like, I was helping Pete. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Getting the one-hit wonders go to jail. Yeah. That dude's in the who. He's got <laughs> yeah, a signature move. A lot of that move. information went away. They're just like, oh, okay. It all, it all seems to add We trust us. you. Yeah. yeah. Pete Townsend, who's awesome, uh, was clearly looking at lots of child porn and uh, to stop child porn on they do a, did they do a charity concert? The who? After that, you know. I like think they just big... ignored it. I think from <laughs> there on, they just yeah. Suddenly, Pete wasn't all about stopping child porn anymore. If that was your, you know, if I got on the news and they're like, "We found tons of child porn on Holmberg's computer," and I and I got away with like saying, "Yeah, I was doing research to try to stop it." I would do everything after that to prove that was true. Like I would be in the forefront of stopping child pornography and all that other stuff. You'd never stop hearing my name, and then people are like, "Yeah, no, he's serious about it." But it just stopped. Like if you get if you get busted with child porn, say, "Oh, my excuse is I'm doing research," and then we never hear about you doing anything again. I think you were just collecting child porn. I think you just you came up with a great story that people bought because you're the dude from the Who. That's why it lasted got, so long yeah. for uh, Sandusky. See, God involved with Jerry. Yeah, yeah. well, Jerry I mean, was. He had the you know, but like nobody the, knew who like he was. The Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. Oh, it was deal. a charity. To, well, that's the Catholic Church. I mean, you get the whole trusting thing to rope them in. That's different. And he didn't caught you know, you know that was his bait. They caught Pete just staring at computers and stuff back when nobody even knew that was like I didn't even know you could get child porn on a computer until Pete Townsend got it. That's how unaware I was that there was a whole, like they were using it for that? I was still watching Jenny Cam and let, downloading a picture of her sitting on the couch every 15 minutes. Taking 30 minutes to download yeah, that like, one picture. Right. Oh, wait, she's up. getting in the shower. If this time's out just right, we're going to see a nipple or a butthole. And then all the time she'd just be stepping into the shower with a leg. I'm like, damn it. And she got fat. I didn't, know there, I didn't even know there was porn on a computer when it first started. I knew that it was going to go that way, but. I knew porn had kind of invented computers, but I didn't know how to get it yet. I thought it was all dark web stuff. It still kind of is. I'm just not as afraid of it. I saw a porn clip the other day, just out of curiosity. Homemade porn, right? I'm like, it's not really homemade if you put it out on Pornhub. 26 million views. 
I have a friend who has a video right now. It's 100,000. It's a music video we put together. 100,000. And I mean, there's a celebration going on. 26 million views of one thing. And I'm like, how much can you make off of that? And why am I not doing it? 26 million. And it's a dark, it's homemade. It looks like if, you know, one of us did it. Nothing, no production value, nothing. I'm like, and she's great. The girl looks good. But I'm like, man. That's how you make money in this day and age. That's the wise thing to do. Why we all get up and bust our ass every day when average Joe can just set up a an iPhone. I'd watch. Brady, you'd get like a fetish thing in there. You'd probably get 10 or 12 million if you just started to, you know, do that weird breathing thing and that strange <laughs> spine move you use. <laughs> I'd watch that. Check out this guy. He's dying. There's a lady under him. You can't see her, but she's in there. <laughs> oh. and then he just reaches under the covers and pulls out a hot ham and cheese <laughs> I would watch that send it to my friends that's the sponsor hot ham and cheese yeah whatever the sandwich <laughs> place is There's this the one's from the NYT <laughs> deli mm. I look like I was on the spectrum for the last 8 minutes <laughs> live commercials during the porn <laughs> I'm going to take a little break here doll this break in coitus is brought to you by the NYT Deli. Hot ham and cheese gives you the fuel you need to finish up. All right, back at it. Ow! Ow! Sorry, Jesus! Face! <laughs> Do you scream sorry, Jesus, at each climax? Because that's your 25 million. Those are, those are your views. I used to, but now I'm married. So it's, if for it's okay each now. orgasm, you, yeah, he's still not pleased with it, especially what you're thinking and what's actually going on. Sorry, Jesus, yeah. for each time that you closed up on, you know. I'm so sorry. Chins or chests. That wasn't the intention of Christ in the Bible, Brady, was to have you, you know, rip it out and start, you know, throwing it around the room. Sorry, Christ. Sorry, Christ. Oh, sorry, Christ guy would be the greatest porn ever. Google search Sorry Christ Guy. Maybe he's out there. If he's not Brady, that's you. Sorry Christ Guy. <laughs> it's probably a thing. Either way, 25 million people have just clicked on that. I'm probably 200,000 of them, but still, 25 million clicks. And then you look at Mr. B. What are we all busting our asses for? You're all about to climb in a car and go do a menial job. You got a wiener? It works. Put it to work. Instead of, you know, my boss sucks, I make garbage money, blah, blah, blah. All you got to do is find something worth seeing and make a gimmick out of it. Mr. Beast was offered a billion dollars for his Mr. Beast YouTube channel. His little empire? He said no. What an idiot. You know why? Because when you do the math, it's worth about nine. I'd still take the billion. Uh, I would too. Anybody offers me a billion dollars. I haven't done the work on anything I've got, I'm pretty sure. None of it's a billion, but if somebody said, I'll give you a billion dollars for the thing you're doing, I'm not going to sit and go, well, maybe it's worth more. That'll cover me. Yeah, I'm out. But then you're, it's not like you're out of there. Sure you're out of they're, there. They're owning you, right? I got and a you have to do dollars. a bunch of work for them? I don't know. I got a billion dollars. The work is going to suffer. <laughs> the work will no longer be as energetic or as fueled with passion as it once was. The, if you give me a billion dollars and say, keep it up, you're like, okay, you got it. No problem. <laughs> Hey, Holmberg didn't come to work again today. That's because you gave him a billion dollars. Yeah, there's a shocker. Why is he going to work ever again? We're supposed to have him go out and do his... He's got those restaurants. He gives away free food. 
He doesn't care anymore, sir. You gave a man a billion dollars. There's no more energy in that one. Worst thing you could do is offer me a billion dollars and then say, and also I need you to do this. Because that second part ain't happening. Gonna take your server billion and bounce. Huh? <laughs> right. If it's the caveat to getting the billion, I'll do the next thing. But once I'm locked in on that billion, <laughs> adios, amigo. Good. Yeah, there's no. I'm not one of those people that says that I just need stuff to do. I don't know what I do with my time. I do whatever I wanted. I've got a billion dollars. I'll figure it out. I'll find, you know what? Maybe I'll miss a couple days of life. Maybe I'll just sit back and go, wow, I've wasted some time. And I've got a billion dollars. I should do some more stuff. Again, it's from all that motivational talk that you've been, you know, you got that yeah. way because you figured it out. Yeah. It's up to you. If you're yeah. bored, you're, whose it's fault on, is that? It's your fault. And I, oh, I, the first probably 17 months, I would just spend all day just looking at all my bank accounts. Just just can't be real. I can't believe it. And that would be entertainment to me. And then I would... Uh, You'd be like the Tootsie Pop out. A one, a two, a three. Three, three accounts, one billion. And just watch interest turn into more money than ever. Oh, come on. But, dude, Mr. Beast was, no, I'm not going to take a billion. It's worth 10. It's for sale for 10. And I got to hand it to him because that's a billion. And all that, dude, he does some fun videos where he comes up with these gimmicks where he goes out to like a car dealership. Gives a lot of money away. Buys all the cars and then sells them for 10 and $12 to people, which is pretty great to watch. His videos are fun. He's, he's great. He's got a restaurant chain now he's He does a bunch up. of uh, pop-ups. Yeah, and he gives food away. He's pretty great. But a billion dollars, it's hard to say no to a billion. They're saying Mr. Beast makes a minimum of $3 million per month from YouTube ads right. alone. That's still not a billion. No, I've- Three million a month. Holy smokes. Well, that one dude that they just said on TikTok that just shrugs his shoulders and he's like the most popular thing on TikTok ever. You see a video of somebody doing something stupid and then he, and he reacts. Up, shrugs his shoulders. 750,000 a post. Every time he posts, he gets 750 grand. We're doing it wrong. Man. We're absolutely doing it wrong. No question. I mean, it's just. I got a penis. It works. That's worth money. I'm not using it because of morality. Dumb. I got to get a gimmick. We got to have a gimmick where I can just shrug my shoulders, but you got to find it. It has to be organic. And why? And that, you know, that Capri Sun guy made millions just off of a skateboard ride. It's weird. Ocean spray. Whatever. We're doing it wrong. Same thing. <laughs> I think he's right. When you make that kind of cash, it doesn't <laughs> he matter. He doesn't yeah. care. Capri Sun could show up and yeah. go, we'll give you another one. I think you got it. But you give me a billion dollars and say, all right, we just need the quality of your work to stay at an all-time high. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You've got it. Billion dollars, you just made my work ethic worthless. Don't you want another billion? No, not really. <laughs> I'm going to have a hard time getting through this. <laughs> but I'm going to try. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. A uh, very important one today because Action Ride Shop has... Uh, it's like basically the end, right? This is Today's it. Today's the last day. All right. We'll talk about that in seconds. Uh, give us a wake-up song, 585-9800, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.